Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text from the Gospel lesson, especially today from John 15. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. So far our text. And before I get started this morning, I've been walking out and I've noticed an awful lot of people yawning. So I'm going to ask the ushers, maybe we can open a few windows to get some air movement in here. So if the ushers would help do that, I don't want anybody falling asleep during my sermon. Come on. Next, I want to take an opportunity to say Happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers who are here today. This is a special day, a day to say thank you and a day to say I love you. Love you not because you were a perfect mother, but because you probably put up with an awful lot for me. At least I know that's the case for me if I was with my mother to say, yeah, she had to put up a lot with this kid growing up, and that she loved me and stuck with me anyway. That's enough for Happy Mother's Day, all right? But Mother's Day probably is the only day of the year that could rival Valentine's Day as far as the emphasis on love is concerned, right? So I don't know whether it's by coincidence or design that two of the scripture readings for today speak about love, most especially God's love. And Jesus in his gospel lesson here basically says two things, abide in my love and love one another as I have loved you. In other words, if we really wanted to sum it up, you could do it in the words uh, for the theme for this sermon. Loved ones, love. Love is a very empowering thing, is it not? To be loved is important. If you don't feel loved, there's a sense of worthlessness. There's a sense of meaninglessness. What good is my life? Nobody loves me. Nobody cares. So often we get into the troubles of life. We need somebody to just love us. And if they aren't there, we spiral down into depression and illness and all kinds of things. The loneliness the struggles of not being loved. But yet, if we know we are loved, if we know that somebody loves us, oh, what a difference that makes. We are loved. We must be somebody special, that somebody loves us. We have worth because somebody loves us. And when we, are, when we feel loved, we feel empowered. 
empowered to take on the troubles of life because there's somebody that loves us. We learn from those who love us how to love and how to reach beyond ourselves because we are loved. You and I are loved by someone even greater than our mothers. You and I are loved by God. Jesus says, abide in my love. Know that you are loved. Live in that love. Trust that love. Never question that love. God loves you. No matter what, no matter who you are, no matter what you have done, God loves you. Now I know at times we tend to question that. Tragedy comes into our life, or illness comes into our life, or trouble comes into our life, and we have a tendency to call out and say, God, do you really love me right now? Do you really care about me? Jesus says, abide in his love. You are loved. Those things, tragedies and illness and trouble, come because we live in a sinful world. And our God loves us enough to walk through it with us. Never question his love. Never doubt his love. He proved it over and over again and especially in the giving of his son. So that you and I could have eternal life. God loves us. We are loved and in the power of that love, then we are to love as he has loved us. How do we do that? What kind of love did Jesus have that we are to emulate in our lives? That's where the outline comes in. As I see Jesus demonstrating love in three ways. And for those of you who are Stephen ministers or to be newly commissioned, maybe you will recognize these. The first one is sacrifice. Verse 13, greater love has no one than this, that someone lays down his life for his friends. The sharing self, the giving of the self, that's how Jesus loved. He gave up his place in heaven to come down to this earth to be one of us, to give of himself for three years and then to sacrifice himself on that cross for you and me. That's what it is to love. Sacrifice, the sharing of self. No, we're not asking you or not. God is not asking us to get nailed to a cross someplace. But he is asking us to sacrifice, to share ourselves, to be present with those who need a loved one to walk beside them, 
to give of our time and our talents and our treasures for those who are in need. To come alongside of, to walk with someone, to let them know you are special, you are loved, I care. To take the time to give of yourself in that way. That is, to love as he has loved. Second, service. Service. Love one another as I have loved you. How did Jesus love while he was on this earth? It was through considerate caring as he healed those who were ill, as he fed those who were hungry, as he reached out the hand of God's love in, to those in need, satisfying those needs again and again and again. Not just walking beside, but also caring and supplying and supporting and strengthening Jesus said, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Our life, our demonstration of God's love is to be in service to one another, supporting and helping each other. And then finally, <coughs> excuse me, Finally, to stay with the S's, I use the word salvation. Salvation. To introduce people to Jesus where they find salvation. It's the most important way that we can love others. That we can bring hope and healing into hurting lives, into sinful lives. To introduce them to Jesus. To let them know that they have a Savior who cares for them who died to take away their sins. That they are forgiven. It's not enough to take care of their earthly needs. It's not enough to just give of your time in service. But oh, it is so important that in love, the most important loving thing you can do for anyone is to introduce them once again to Jesus to their Savior, to the strength and the power and the wisdom and the guidance that He gives. That's the only place they're going to find healing. It's the only place we're going to find hope, right? For all of our life. How do we love? We love sacrificially. We love in service. And we love bringing the message of salvation to all. And I'm sure you can see how mothers do all of these things. And I'm sure you who are Stephen ministers know that your call is to do this very thing. But this isn't just for mothers and it isn't just for Stephen ministers. It's for every one of us. Because you see, every one of us are loved. And loved ones love. 
Amen.